can't love others until you love yourself first. But how far will you go for self-love? We're going to talk about it next on the Sonic Boomers Podcast. Well, hello again. I'm Pete. And I'm Maureen. We are the Sonic Boomers, and uh, on each show, we talk about things that we very often pull off the top of our heads. And sometimes you know it comes out of someplace else. And sometimes it's straight from the heart. Now, it's time for my... We'll give you your 10 minutes my, of, uh, my little... of ranting and raving. <laughs> so, Maureen and I rented a movie just uh, the night before we recorded the show here, and it's called Tar. Mm -hmm. And it's very highly rated. Right, it's, it's nominated it's, for it's, all it's kinds of awards. It's nominated for all yeah. kinds of Academy Awards. And we started watching it. And, and, to, and also, we watched the trailer first. The, and trailer the trailer was intriguing. The trailer was intriguing. It made it seem like it was kind of like a, a little bit of a dark-sided uh, mystery kind of a genre and that was something that we both kind of like and Kate we, Blanchett good. is the star right and of course Kate Blanchett always brings it mm -hmm. I fell asleep about a half hour <laughs> into it and when I woke up it was like where is this picture going yeah Two hours and 38 minutes is, you know, this is not a short film. It is not a short film. You're and right. And I just, I don't know, hon. I just thought it was tedious. I did too. And, you know, afterwards, I felt kind of like a schlub because we looked at it and then we started looking at YouTube um, posters who attempted then to explain. We will now analyze for you what happened, what happened in, 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 in TAR. And understanding the many layers of it and i missed it all yeah it went it went right over my head and i'm not dumb but it just it just i didn't get all that i was and like once did I heard, you see the same movie that i just saw and once i heard some of their explanations it kind of gave a little bit more interest to this to this show yeah but i wouldn't recommend it that's for sure so if you saw tar and you liked it or you didn't like it Post down below in the comments. We'd be curious to hear what you have to say. Absolutely. Now, you brought me a really interesting topic for this show. Well, I learned a new vocabulary word. Okay. That I had not heard before, and that word is sologamy. It I sounds dirty. <laughs> dirty, dirty, dirty. Now, you know if it came from me, it wasn't dirty. No, no, it's not. <laughs> but it sounds dirty. It does. Well... Anytime you got the agami in it, you know it has something to do with you relationships. You know you're in trouble. You, you know, has, know you're in trouble. You know it has something to do with relationships. So um, anyway, sologamy is a, well, it's, it's a new term, but it's not a new concept, apparently. Mm -hmm. And it means that you have the self-love, and there are people that are now opting to marry themselves and make a commitment to love themselves and to be in a steady relationship with themselves, putting themselves first and committing to a lifelong love of self. Well, I mean, when I was a, a teenager, you know, my mom used to say to me that if you love yourself too much, Peter, you're going to wind up needing glasses. <laughs> not that kind you know, of love. Oh, oh, no, okay, okay, it's different. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's very different. And the people that, that say... 
we've said finding love is not easy in today's world. It's not. And finding a good partner is even harder. And, you know, throughout generations, people have tried to come up with relationship solutions to that lonely feeling and, and to wanting to be with another person. And, you know, we've had monogamy, we've had polygamy, we've had all kinds of... Polyamory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you know, all kinds of... I used to think that polyamory was love of parrots. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did with that? I gotcha. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there are many reasons why people went into these types of relationships. It could be economic, it could be loneliness, it could be psychological, mm-hmm. all kinds of reasons why why these different things came up. But now people are doing this self-love thing and uh, they're getting married and they're not looking for a groom or a bride because they're marrying themselves. Huh? And they're having a typical marriage ritual in many cases complete with bridesmaids and best man or, you know, uh, maid of honor, uh, an officiant. But they're marrying marrying themselves. themselves. Is that legal? Well, yes and no. It's not illegal. It's legal if you're from the Ozarks. (laughs) That's about it. No, Uh there's no legal bindingness to it. It, There's no legal benefit to it. It's it's not it's not illegal to do it, you know. Like you can have a ceremony for anything, I guess, you know. Um, but there, there's really no legal benefit to it. It's not like now suddenly you can, you know, declare yourself married jointly on, on your income on tax your taxes or something or like that. Community property. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's all yours. So it, you know whatever. Um, and so you know, I started to look into this. And like I said at the beginning, this uh, sologamy is maybe a new term, but it's not necessarily a new concept. Mm-hmm. Record of someone back in 1933. Her name was Linda Baker, and she married herself back in 1933. And she's widely considered the first sologamist. She had about 75 friends at her ceremony. And the bride said, I do to honor herself in sickness and in health until the day she's not there. Okay. <laughs> until the day I'm not there. Well, that's a little nicer than saying till death the day I die or death do, do us part, part or me part. Or, till the day I'm not there. there. <laughs> you know, if you haven't seen me for a few months, I'm probably, probably dead. <laughs> so that's, uh, that, was, that was her thing. And that was one of the earlier notations about this process of happening. Now, it, while quite often it is a woman who is doing this, mm-hmm. there are men who have also opted for this. Dennis Rodman being a very famous, popular uh, one, and uh, probably now, but, one but of the early... Dennis Rodman, let's face it, was mm-hmm. a bit of an oddball. Well, he was in 1996, yeah. and uh, he married himself wearing a wedding gown, and... He was promoting his memoir, Bad As I Want to Be. And that he, I think it was more of a publicity uh, That's what stunt, I, was, I was just about you know. to say. I suspect it was more for publicity. But regardless, yeah. he, he portrayed this I in the public. I do remember the picture of him in the, uh, in the wedding gown. You know, probably put all over the internet. Um, and 
I guess we, we blame COVID for so much, but COVID, I think, also has a part to play in this uh, polygamy uh, upswing, if you want to call it that, since people are spending more time inside, mm-hmm. alone, with themselves. They were, like, kind of establishing themselves as solo people, and they became comfortable with not having to have an entourage and not having to go out and they're alone in their home and they want to be the best person they can be and of course you media feeds you all this drivel about oh be the best you can be work out be fit be beautiful be this be that and and that's self-love <laughs> work out exercise be fit eat right Die anyway. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it, but at any rate, people were during COVID, it seemed like that kind of gave it a little bit of a boost yeah. in, um, in the past few years. There's actually now a whole industry surrounding sologamy. There are solo wedding planners that you can in, engage and Use their, now, uh, what what do you do at the wedding reception when you have the first dance? <laughs> you just go, <laughs> I guess you just kind of bop around by yourself. Twerk. <laughs> yeah, you twerk. <laughs> do a little floss. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to walk you down the aisle? Yeah, who walks you down the aisle? You don't have to have an aisle. I guess you just walk down the aisle by yourself. Well, you don't have to necessarily walk process in. You could just stand up at an altar or stand before an yeah, officiant, right. you know. You're thinking too Catholic, <laughs> too too churchy. But anyway, they, they in Japan, there's actually a whole travel agency mm-hmm. that will pre, uh, plan and provide you with a whole solo wedding package for single women, and it includes the ceremony, the reception, a honeymoon for you to go away and be pampered in the spa and uh, vacation following your self-love ceremony. And uh, there's thousands of people that are signing up for these things. Mm. Now, on one hand, you say, okay, good for them. No harm, no foul. So you love yourself. Good for you. I love love that for you. Yeah, I know a lot of people that love themselves. (laughs) And, you know, it is a personal choice. Myself included. And... (laughs) (laughs) It has been said. It has been said. There, there is a, a good aspect to it, you know, as far as being, you know, taking care of yourself and, and living a healthy lifestyle. We'll, yeah. we'll go with that. But you don't need to marry yourself to do that. No, no. But there, there's that, that aspect of that mindset mm-hmm. surrounding it. But there also is a bit of controversy. And uh, some people say that if you opt for that, mm-hmm. you might actually wind up being lonely. Maybe originally you don't start out that way, but you are now like cutting yourself off from, say, your friends' gatherings and things like that. You're not going out to bars because you're not going to be looking for a partner. You're, you've got a partner now. You're married. And, and as your friends maybe are in a different mindset, a different circle of experiences, they're excluding you, and you may wind up being on the lonely end of the stick. How do you have a marital argument when it's just <laughs> you? 
I think that you were out too late last night. I was not. Yes, you were. No, I think you are not paying any attention to me. I want some time from you. I give you plenty of my time. It could be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you have to talk to yourself in the mirror. Yeah, right. Maybe something like that. I don't know. And uh, there are those that argue that if you choose this, mm-hmm. you are now like cutting yourself off from the possibility of ever finding another human being that you would maybe have a loving relationship with in a lifetime of happiness because you have now said, I'm closing that door. And maybe that's okay for a lot of people. It may be, you know, maybe not everybody needs that other person to, Oh, I hate to say this. I I hate myself for saying this to complete Complete me. me. (laughs) Yes. There's also, um, I don't know if you're looking at it from a, broad standpoint from both sides, devil's advocate kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. You could also argue that it is a very narcissistic mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That, uh, I can see that argument that, uh, you know, that you're kind of conceited, very self-centered, very self-centered in some regards, right? It's very, it can be kind of construed as conceited. It's all about you. And that could be a turnoff. To people, there's also the controversy about its legalization. Like we said, yeah. it really doesn't have any legal standing anywhere in the world, not even the United I States. Mean, listeners and viewers of our show mm-hmm. know that you and I are very much supportive of same-sex marriage. Absolutely. And but marrying yourself, to me, that's, that's just a that's a little off the hook. I, it's, it's a little off the hook, you know. Marry who you want to marry, but marrying yourself to me, that's just, it, it just doesn't seem right to me. Yeah. Well, they, they say that it's like me and narcissism. Yeah. If you go back to the mythology, yeah. he became, the, the myth around him is that he became obsessed with himself. He looked at his reflection in the pool. In the pool, And yeah. he kept staring at himself and he lost the will to live and died. So that that's kind of... I suspect of, he fell in and drowned. <laughs> it's, a, the, it's seen as a fixation with your physical appearance and with the public perception of you. And so the traits of, of narcissism kind of has, has roots in being uh, insecure. Maybe you have difficulty empathizing with people. Uh, you might have an inability to sustain lasting relationships. So from that aspect, if you use those kind of definitions, I could see where you could draw a similarity between narcissism and sologamy. Um, but they, they really say that it's not so much a vanity thing that it, or that you're seeking adoration. It's, it's just that you are happy with yourself. I know people that have said to me, I am my own best friend. I am my own best company. Yes. And that's what, and they're saying that, you know, once you develop your own self-worth and you, you become a better person, you get, you have a more human connection. I don't know. I I really can't, can't speak to that because that's totally foreign to us. I'm not, I'm not saying it in a judgmental way. I'm just saying it's not in my 
wheelhouse. It's not my experience. Yeah. I can't, I'm not going to go out and say one thing or another because I haven't experienced it. I don't know. You know, this, this whole thing became a, more of a thing and more prevalent and more popular. Uh, one of the earlier examples that have, that kind of spurred this on was, I don't know if you remember, on Sex in the City. There was an episode where uh, Carrie Bradshaw, the mm -hmm. principal character, Sarah Jessica Parker, she announced to a friend that she was going to wed herself in defiance of the stigmatism faced by single women. And she said, I'm getting married to myself. And it was like a big shocker. This was like in 2003. And single women everywhere was like, we're hopping on board with this because it was like Carrie Bradshaw, you know. Yeah. She was a self-fulfilling woman and uh, sick she and did tired. A, she did a lot for Manolo Blahnik, too. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, she kind of had a point at that point in her life. She's like, if I never get married and I don't have a baby, what? what what's there for me? Think about it. If you're single... After graduation, there isn't one occasion where people celebrate you if you're single. You don't have any wedding, you don't have a baby, you don't have anything where it's it, where you get any self-affirmations after that. No, that's kind of it. That's kind of it. And she's like, Hallmark doesn't make a congratulations, you didn't marry the wrong guy card. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should. Where's the flatware for going on vacation alone? And since this was the early 2000s, if Carrie Bradshaw did it, there was no shortage of women who wanted to emulate it. Mm -hmm. And it evolved after that uh, over the next decade or two. And there became official ceremonies, and it became more prevalent among non-celebrities and celebrities alike. And it's, it's a promise to give yourself what you seek from other people. Now, are there any churches that are willing to perform this ceremony, or would this have to be something done in a civil service? I, I can't imagine a church. I don't. I don't even our church, as liberal as yeah. it is, because our, our church does perform same-sex marriages. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe they'd give you a blessing. In our uh, religion, marriage is a sacrament, and it has certain implications yeah. with, with being a sacrament and receiving grace and you know, being uh, uh, handed down from God and, and that kind of a thing. So I don't know if it fulfills the definition of sacrament when you're marrying yourself. But I can see them saying, if you want to profess before the people that this is something that you want to do and will bless you, I, I, I could see them maybe doing yeah. that. Yeah, maybe, know. maybe. But I, I really don't know. So what other other celebrities have embraced this? Emma Watson. Really? Yep. She calls herself self-partnered rather than single. When she was approaching her 30th birthday, she told the British Vogue that if, you're, if you've not built a home and you don't have a husband and you don't have a baby and you're turning 30 and you're not in some incredibly secure, stable place in your career, you're still figuring things out, there's a lot of anxiety. And she calls it being self-partnered. Okay. And uh, just for fun, 
Maybe that's what I should have said to my mom. <laughs> what are you doing in there, Peter? I'm self-partnering. Self-partnering. <laughs> well, Britney Spears, another person yeah. that embraced this idea. She had uh, her 41.6 million Instagram uh, followers, and she announced on Instagram that she intended to marry herself. Now, this is confusing because she'd recently married and she came out with this thing, you know, recently. And she's still married and to this still, Oscar? And she's guy? still married to him. That's why it, it got very confusing and it certainly created an uproar amongst her fans. Well, it's big of me, isn't it? It's certainly big of her, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, again, because it doesn't really have any legal bindingness, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think so. I'm not trying to be judgmental. But go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm really not. No, I know. It's it's I know. it's like do what you want, but to me, it's I don't know. It's it's just a, it's just a little weird. Yeah, marrying yeah. yourself. It goes to me that the whole concept to me of marrying right is too. You know, like when you say, "Well, we have a delicious wine here that is a marriage of this grape and that grape and this grape over here." Right. You know, or we have uh, you know a dinner. That is a marriage of of this meat and these vegetables and this soup and and it's really sensational. Th these are all multiple elements. Yes, marrying yourself—it's one element. It's one, yeah. Yeah, it's, it it can be very confusing, but I thought it was an interesting topic. Because, it is. It's honestly the first I've heard of it. Well, I I hadn't heard of it either, and uh, somewhere along the line, I think it was on on one of the morning shows or something, they were talking about this sologamy, and I was like, what? And then I, I did some further research on it, and this is the, the information that I came up with. still think it sounds dirty. <laughs> You've got a dirty mind. I think I saw it on, like, HBO after midnight or something. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen, tell us what you think about sologamy. Yes. Comment down below, and you can also write to us <laughs> at the Sonic Boomers at AOL.com. Yes, and you can. <laughs> until the next time. I'm Pete Torriello. And I'm Maureen Torriello. Thank you for listening and watching the Sonic Boomers. Goodbye. Bye.